Hello, hello everybody. Welcome to the Steadfast Love Podcast designed to inspire, equip, and encourage people just like you and me to thrive outside of our comfort zones and to love others unconditionally. I'm your host, Melani, and I am so glad you're tuning into this week's episode. If you are new here, make sure you stay tuned to the end to see how you can get connected to this awesome community that we are growing together. Until then, enjoy the episode. Hello, everybody. I am so excited for this episode. I have Paloma here today, and I'm just going to, I'm not going to do a whole introduction thing. I'm just going to let her get straight into it and tell us about herself. Hi, my name is Paloma. Um, I know Melani through Touch the World training. We did that together a few years ago. And um, I'm from New Jersey. I currently live in Virginia. I'm a senior at Liberty University studying strategic communications. Super cool. And so for those of you who are listening, we had restarted this episode. So she already <laughs> mentioned that. She gave me a whole explanation of what that means, strategic communications. But um, can you just explain it for us yeah, again? Yeah, definitely. It's basically like, it's very broad of a major, but it's basically an umbrella for a bunch of different creative things. So I've taken classes in graphic design, video, audio, website, done a lot of like PR and advertising work too. So it's been cool because it's given me a chance to kind of dip my toes in a lot of different things and see which ones I really mm, like. True. And so in that, I've been able to kind of pursue like the different things that I really like while also still having a broad set of skills. Oh, that's really cool. I yeah. So I'm going for teaching, but before that, I didn't know what I wanted to do because like I didn't know what I liked. So it's just nice to have like, I guess, a major that is crafted so you can find what your expertise is. Yeah. That's super cool. It's really cool. Um, so you post a lot on your Instagram story. That's kind of how I like <laughs> stay connected to you and I thrive off of your social media. Um, so I just kind of want to talk about that for a little bit. Um, um, so the reason why I segued into that is because you'll post about like projects you're doing or just about your mental health while in college, which I think is a super important topic to talk about in general. And as Christians, I don't know if it's talked about enough. So I was just hoping that um, you could kind of kind of share a little bit about that because like I share a lot of my struggles more openly on social media now because I saw you doing it. Wow. Um, so, yeah, like I would see you post on your story just, you know, some like struggles you're going through, but it was always in the context of hope. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, like I, I want to do that for people. I want to be that for people. So I started doing the same. Um, so can you just share maybe – a little bit of backstory on your mental health if you're comfortable and then what kind of led you to the point where like social media you felt comfortable sharing um you know those pretty intimate parts of your life with people online yeah definitely I think that's a huge thing I think it's not spoken enough about especially in Christian circles and Mm -hmm. I've like struggled with mental health since I was about 14 years old and so I think for me one of the biggest lies that I believed especially when I was that young was that I was completely alone and that people didn't care. But I think that the reality is is that people don't always know or know what to do. And so Mm -hmm. I think one big thing in that, I just want people to realize that they're not alone in that. And I know it sounds kind of cheesy, but, like, that's genuinely what Mm -hmm. it is. Like, I think we're always, like, everyone's always struggling with different things behind closed doors. And I'm not posting that stuff to be like, oh, help me, or, like, trying to seek attention. But just kind of showing a new way to, like, think about things or to deal with things. Like, 
yesterday I was talking to my boyfriend. I was like, I figured out a life hack for when I'm depressed. Like, <laughs> if I can't, like, make food because that's just too much work for me, I can buy packaged food. Like, different things like that. I feel like it's so nice to have, like, a community. And also just to open that conversation for people because social media is, like, a very public place where people can choose to look at your stuff or choose not to. But I know that there are a lot of people who, when they see my stuff, they're like, oh, I struggle with this too. Maybe pull them and I can talk about it. And, like, we can encourage each other through that. Because the devil wants us to think we're alone in it. And I think that's probably, like, the biggest thing is, like, you're not alone. And just, like, showing people different ways that you can process through that. That's awesome. And one thing you said was that it's not, like, it doesn't come across as oh my goodness, look, I'm sad and I want everyone to give me their attention. Like, it doesn't come across like that at all. Like, yeah. there are some people who do put about their, so their um, like, their depression or their anxiety on social media, but it's not in the context of hope. And it's just, those can become toxic places because, yeah. you know, you're seeking for affirmation or validation or community in people other than Christ. Mm-hmm. Um Versus when you do it in Christ, it actually becomes a tool for those who see your story and see your posts. And I think that's so incredibly powerful and inspiring. Um, I know for me personally, and you know, you're, I know like you have, just from what I can see on your social media, you have like a really solid set of community, like that really lift you up and encourage you and, you know, interact with your stories. And it's just like a good place to be. Like it's a fun time to be on Paloma's Instagram. Yeah. Um, So the next thing that I want to talk about was um, how does your faith help you manage your anxiety? Yeah. It's definitely been, like, a long road in that just trying Mm -hmm. to figure out, like, yeah, basically how all that fits together. One thing that I've been doing a lot recently is if I'm starting to feel anxious or depressed or whatever, just asking God, like, please help me to glorify you in this moment. And mm-hmm. it's honestly taught me a lot about grace because I think that's one big, like, misconception about about mental health is, like, I often, like, either for myself or for other people, I feel like it's my fault or I'm just not trying hard enough. And so really leaning into the Lord and being like, okay, like, yes, there's a balance of, like, not just sitting in it, but also, like, I can press into the Lord and his strength for this. And also just, mm-hmm. like... I don't know, I think it's given me a better understanding of what it means to give myself grace and what it means to give other people grace because we don't ever know people's situations fully and God is always kind to us even when we're not trying hard enough or even when we can't do enough or can't try. So, Yeah. yeah, I think there's a lot of different factors in it that we could talk about for a long time, but that's probably one of the bigger ones that I've, like, been learning through it but also just like learning Mm -hmm. to incorporate my faith into that yeah grace is such an interesting concept because it's so I guess countercultural. because we work um we live in a world that's like you earn what you get Mm -hmm. you know it's very transactional but grace is like you know Christ says my grace is sufficient for you you know but it's not because we are capable of mm-hmm. reaching it or it's actually because we're incapable yeah. of reaching it. Yeah. Um, and I think that's just really awesome. Grace is 
um, something hard for me to understand and like to give myself and you know faith does play a huge role in giving yourself grace because there's no point like without Christ we are our mistakes we are our anxiety Mm -hmm. and we are our depression but in Christ we are redeemed and we get to live hopeful and full lives that aren't you know dictated by our anxiety which is so freeing and exciting yeah and that's Uh, the other thing that plays such a huge role into it too is like knowing that God is with me every step of the way and like in the darkest times like he is with me and he hears my cries and Mm -hmm. just knowing that is so comforting because in him we have victory and life and even in the moment if it doesn't feel like that's what we have like that is the truth even if it doesn't feel like it is and so just like being able to hold on to that hope of like I know that God has a plan for this and that this is for my Mm -hmm. good and for his glory even if it really does not it's not like a fun time right now like I know that at the end of the day like I'm gonna see that this was all worth it yeah wow that's so good yeah um he's so good wow um so going on to the next thing um you mentioned earlier that you're attending Liberty um and so I just want to know how your experience, like, because that means you don't really have a classic college experience in the way that I think a lot of people mm. think of it. Or maybe you do. I'm not sure because <laughs> it's like a pretty, for those of you who don't know what Liberty University is, it's like a really popular Christian university. Mm-hmm. And that just adds, a, like, people know of Liberty whether or not they're Christian. And, like, that says something. And I just, I wonder what the dynamic is like at a at that type of because I went to a smaller Christian college for like a little bit mm-hmm. and the dynamic was not the college experience at all. But then I look on people's social media who go to Liberty and you guys are like having the time of your lives. I'm like, <laughs> so what happened with my school? And I, what's the difference that happened? Um, so can you just like kind of share your experience with that? Yeah, it definitely, I guess it depends what your definition of like a classic college experience is. That's true. But I have really enjoyed being at Liberty. I think one thing that makes it so great, and I'm going to sound like I'm, like, being sponsored or something. I promise I'm not. <laughs> but it's just, like, it's so big of a school, but at the same time, it's so small of a community that you have all these incredible opportunities. And what's really great, too, is they have a really solid, like, spiritual department. There's, like, the Office of Spiritual Development, and just, like, with different hall leadership, and, like, we have um, campus community, which is basically, like, Wednesday night church service, and it's just incredible and so cool to be surrounded by so many Christians and so many like faculty members that will pray over you and who just are a lot more willing to give grace than I feel like a lot of secular college professors probably would be. Um, Mm -hmm. And they just like really genuinely care, which I think is really sweet. Um, But also on the other hand, it is definitely really interesting because, because it's a Christian college and because most of the people who go there are Christians or come from Christian background. There are definitely a lot of people who know how to act like a Christian, but might not actually have Mm. a personal relationship with God. And so that's definitely something that I found myself kind of like, I find myself just like falling into the assumption that everyone has a personal relationship with God. And that's definitely something I have to like catch myself with and realize that like even in this situation, like I have an opportunity to share the gospel with people. So it's definitely interesting because you're in like a bubble but also at the same time like there's so many people who don't know the lord even though they're surrounded by it so i was actually just about to ask that like going to a christian college that kind of takes away like 
you know, I assumed that you would have less people to share the gospel with because I, I was under the same assumption, I mm-hmm. guess you were, was that everyone has a personal relationship. Yeah. But that's so interesting because you can speak the gospel into lifetime Christians. That yeah. is, I feel like that's unique too because there's a lot of people who grew up Christian and don't actually know Jesus. Mm-hmm. Wow, I never thought of that. Yeah. That's such a unique, like, I'm going to say, like, I don't like using the word evangelism because it's so Christianese, but, like, mm-hmm. that's such a unique evangelistic opportunity. Yeah. Um, wow. That is super cool. Yeah, Very unique. Definitely. Very unique. Yeah. Um, so another thing, um, you did study abroad. Mm-hmm. And then COVID <laughs> wrecked your world. Yes. Wrecked everybody's yeah. world. And I remember, like, kind of, like, want like being updated with your story one because it was super interesting and two because I was like is she gonna get home like (laughs) me too I was asking the same question (laughs) I know like you were like oh I'm gonna go back in two weeks and they're like JK two days and I was like is she gonna make it like is she gonna like come back to the states like what's gonna happen can you just share your like because that's a buzz you were like I could tell you were like really growing and like experiencing and I just it looked so fun and I just I felt I don't know I've had so many emotions and that was just me watching so can you just walk everyone through your study abroad trip yes so actually tying into what we were just talking about studying abroad was Mm -hmm. so interesting because I grew up in a Christian bubble and then when I was Mm -hmm. I studied abroad in Costa Rica and I went through an organization that wasn't Christian and I was all of a sudden all of a sudden surrounded by a bunch of non-Christians And it was so cool because I had so many opportunities to share the gospel with people who, one, needed it so badly and weren't hearing it. And, like, two, because they were all studying abroad, they all had this, like, element of openness to them because they were like, yeah, I want to experience a new culture. And so a lot of them were very open to hearing what I had to say. And so that was a really cool experience and just... Wait, yeah. I want to interrupt just for a second. So the people on your trip itself, it wasn't all like from Liberty or all wasn't all Christian mm-hmm. yeah. schools. Yeah. Oh wow! So like Liberty participated in like I guess an, uh, like a I guess an outside thing that different yeah. colleges participate. Mm-hmm. Okay, I thought it was organized through Liberty. So like your, like teammates were also like not Christian. Yeah. Yeah. So there wow. were like forty okay. people through that. the organization that I went with. Yeah, okay. and there were about four of us who were Christians. And wow. so, yeah, it was just an incredible experience and, like, just unlike anything I've ever, like, experienced before because I grew up in a Christian bubble. But, yeah, so we were supposed to be there for three months, and about two months in, that's when COVID started to get a little bit more intense. And uh-huh. um, I, I was like, I'm going to stay here. It'll be fine. Like, they're just making a big deal about it. Um, and then my roommate who ends up, she's like one of my best friends now. She's a Christian too. Mm -hmm. Um, she was like, my college is sending me back. And then later that day, Liberty said that they were asking me to come back. So I remember watching like a, like a white house conference and I was like, please don't close the borders yet. (laughs) And so (laughs) two days later I boarded a plane and I came back home and it was definitely, it was definitely, I mean, all of us had, like, crazy experiences with, like, mm-hmm. the whole change. But it was definitely weird, like, coming back yeah. and not being able to really process everything or, like, have much closure because it was just like, oh, we're leaving. Yeah. It was so abrupt. Yeah. Like, 
I remember like you were on the beach with your friends the day before mm-hmm. and it was just like I know so much about your life that's so weird <laughs> anyway <laughs> like we like we like text so rarely and like I know all these things <laughs> that's, oh, that's so, so funny, funny. Anyway, talking more about your life that I know so much about, um, <laughs> it was just like so like just I remember just it being so abrupt and I was like, wow. And, you know, in missions training, we learned about culture and like mm. culture shock. And yeah. I just remember like feeling like a level of like, I wonder how that's going to be because just, you know, you had culture shock going into Costa Rica, mm-hmm. right? That's where you went. Yeah. And then coming back and not only coming back but like coming back to a new normal yeah like that had to be so like I'm, I'm curious how your mental health was during all of that because that's like a lot <laughs> yeah it was interesting I feel like in some ways my brain was just like just like took everything that happened in Costa Rica put it in a box and put it away like there were okay. some days I was like did that even happen or was that just like uh-huh. a dream or something Um, but it was definitely interesting. I feel like, I think the hardest thing was just, like, trying to process what happened, just because Mm -hmm. it was, like, so quick of a goodbye, and then I'm a big verbal processor, and so I was, like, hoping to, like, when I came back, I'd visit my friends at school, and they would ask me questions, and I'd be able to tell them about it, but, like, no, everyone was, like, freaking out because we're, like, we're in a global pandemic. And so yeah. it was definitely, like, interesting. But I think more so just, like, the being in quarantine was, like, what was hard for me because mm-hmm. I feel like that was hard for everyone else, too. But just, like, yeah, you're at home and, like, you get – I don't know. It's it's also just, like – I mean, I experienced this just coming, coming home from college on a normal semester. But, like, you're at college. You have all this independence. You run your own schedule and then – you're back as if you're in high school and, like, having to tell your parents yeah. where you're going and things like that. So yeah. I feel like it's it's different, but, I mean, I survived. Yeah. We're all here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes that's, like, you just have to count that win and, like, keep running, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, but that is, like, such a crazy part of, like, just – I don't know. I feel like, you know, obviously there were a lot of things in the pandemic that were hard on people, but that was such – not everyone could say they had to come home mid, <laughs> like, you know, so it's like a, a unique, um, I guess, struggle with COVID that I don't think a lot of people um, experienced. Yeah. Um, and then there were some people who experienced it and actually couldn't come home. Yeah. Um, which is just even harder to think about. Um, yeah. But yeah, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Um, the next thing. Okay. <laughs> Guys, this part I'm really <laughs> excited about because I thrive I I just I thrive on Paloma's content anyway so (laughs) she has these monthly newsletters that I just like like you know people don't really check their email I look forward to like checking my email and seeing your (laughs) your newsletters I'm like what's going on in her life what music does she like like what has she been learning and like can you just First of all, I want to know why why did you start these? Like what what inspired it? And like how how do I get one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I feel like it was a combination of two things kind of. I started it mm-hmm. because one of my friends had one and he used it more just okay. like to display what he was learning in photography. But I was mm-hmm. like this is so cool and I'm just I don't want to say I'm like a super sentimental person, but I love like 
the sole reason why I put, wait, not sole, but one of the main reasons why I post on Instagram is to be able to look back on things. It's like a little scrapbook for me. And so I really wanted to have a place where I could look back and see like, okay, what was my month like? And also like, there are people like my grandma who doesn't have social media, who wants Mm. to be updated on my life. And so originally like it was honestly for like her and other relatives who don't follow me on social media just because I know that they want to be up to date on my life but it's honestly just become a really sweet way to reflect on what the Lord's doing in my life Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. every time every month that I make a new one I just duplicate the old one and then replace all the information and so like this past month I was I was like taking out one section putting in a new one and that section that I was taking out was like hi, if you could be praying for my internship, I'm trying to find one. And I was replacing it with, I got an internship. And so it's really cool to see like the Lord's faithfulness. And I don't know, I feel like it's a little like scrapbook. (laughs) Yeah, I I mean, I love it. And for me, what entices me about it is like, I feel like my days bleed into each other. And then if I'm not careful, my months bleed into each other just because I get so busy. Like really four weeks feels like four days. And Mm -hmm. it's like, causes me heart palpitations like it's just so (laughs) stressful and I just feel like it I don't know I just love the idea of being able to reflect and like kind of create a rhythm like Mm. actually being intentional with like what you remember and what God did because I know God has done a lot in my life but I don't take the time to actually acknowledge it yeah and I just love like your monthly newsletters because it actually makes me stop for a second and think like what's going on in my life? Like, what has God been working on in me? And um, I just, I think it's so, I like genuinely look forward to them. I'm so glad. That makes me happy. <laughs> uh, I'm glad. <laughs> so I just, I don't know. Those are like something super cool. Um, and honestly, like, I kind of want to do one too, because do it's just it. like, I really feel like I should, because it's just like, for me, it would be really, I, I don't, therapeutic's not the word maybe uh, it is therapeutic <laughs> it is there okay maybe it is therapeutic but like just being able to like separate my days I think would yeah. be so nice and like it would make me look out for what God's doing rather yeah. than just letting it happen to me um also I'm so excited about your internship yes. congratulations thank you um I so you're gonna be in the city yeah so I'm gonna be interning at Times Square Church I'm gonna go on the creative team I am so excited and it's also crazy because this is so the Lord but my mm-hmm. boyfriend's also interning at the church I on the creative team. I saw, because I stalk you. And so we're going to be, like, living a dream wow. of living in New York City, and yeah. it's going to be so cool. I'm so excited. Wow. I'm I'm excited for you. Also, you'll be closer to me, so maybe we can actually <gasps> Yes, we can actually then. hang out. <laughs> yeah, that would be so nice. Um, That's super exciting. And so you're because you're senior is that what the internship is for like yeah is it, so it's for like exclusively creative within the church type of mm-hmm. thing yeah it's okay. it like technically any... counts as class credit I think so I need an internship to graduate oh, okay. yeah very cool yeah. um so do you have any like expectations going into it that like I don't know like maybe one day if you're like listening back to this you'll be like I did not <laughs> know what I was getting myself into like just like any like I don't know maybe fears excitement things like that yeah um okay I'm very interested to see how different things will go so I currently live in an apartment and I have a room to myself 
But over the summer, I'm going to be living in, I'm going to be sharing a room with a lot of other girls. So I'm like interested to see how that will go. I think it will be good, but I also think I'll need to find a way to have like my own little space. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm super excited because Chase and I, Chase is my boyfriend, we got to meet mm-hmm. a bunch of the people that we're going to be working with and they are just, first of all, so talented. Second of all, just so kind and welcoming and intentional Mm. and the time that we spent with them we just felt so loved and just their desire to like get to know us Mm. made us feel so like just so excited to be working with them and to be influenced by them and Chase and I are both like very intentional people already and so just to have people who are older than us who are going to be like mentoring us not just creatively but also just like in life we're both mm-hmm. very excited about that. So I think it'll be wow. really good. I think I'm going to learn and grow just so much. And also, like, it's been my dream since I was born to live in New York City. So I'm <laughs> nice. <pumped. laughs> wow. Dreams after dreams being yeah. fulfilled. That's so exciting. Yeah. Um, I think it'll also be so cool to be surrounded by, one, like-minded Christians, mm-hmm. and, like, two, just, like, being a creative surrounded by creative people it's a different oh, yeah. experience of yeah. life. Like, it's so, like, rewarding. Um, yeah, so I'm very – I'm looking forward yeah. to seeing all of that on your Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> um, and your newsletter. Yes. That I really – yeah. <laughs> so um, you've kind of touched on it throughout um, this interview and, like, this conversation that we're having, but, like, your testimony. Mm-hmm. Um, can you just walk us through um, just some of the – just your story with Christ and what that looks like for you. Yeah. I grew up in a Christian home and it wasn't until I was about 14 that I was like, oh, God wants a personal relationship with me. And so in that, like, honestly, like it wasn't even my own doing. It was just the Lord's faithfulness and the Holy Spirit just pushing me. But I began to seek him daily and just like mm-hmm. pray and read the word. And it's honestly been such a life changing thing. And I went from being someone who just struggled so much with insecurity and always wondering what people thought about me. And that's still something that I struggle with, but maybe like 10% of what I struggled with before. Wow. Um, And just through a lot of different things, the Lord has been so faithful. I think that's been like the biggest attribute that I'm so grateful for is just his faithfulness because Mm. through all the ups and downs of different like mental health, different schools, just transitioning between seasons and different friendships and relationships, like God has always been so faithful. And obviously there's like so much detail that I could go into, but it's been really cool, especially in these past few years or even just like past few months, seeing how like I can be fully satisfied in God And I don't have to find my worth or my value or my satisfaction in relationships here on earth Mm -hmm. because God can fully satisfy me. And in that, like, the Holy Spirit is our comforter. He's our helper. And literally, God is all that we need. And it's just so comforting to have such a loving father who's so powerful and who just loves us so much because there's so little we have to worry about at that point if we know that he's going to take care of us and he has the huge capacity to do so so yeah it's I I love God and it's been the best (laughs) thing that's ever happened to me truly it it shows your love really does show through Mm. what you project into the world and that's I think that's so beautiful um, and very encouraging for me um so 
This is something I think I'm going to try implementing into episodes. Okay. And it's the um, – if you could give advice to past you, Ooh. what would you give? So it could be, like, middle school you or high school you or even, like, last semester you. Like, mm-hmm. what advice would you give previous or past Paloma? Hmm. I think something that I've been growing in so much just, like, the past maybe five years is just – not worrying about what people think about me and so I think that's something that I would say is just like Paloma you don't have to worry about what they think about you because like that's not important and also you don't care anyways (laughs) like (laughs) if they did say something you'd be like um okay why are you telling me that so that's just like (laughs) take a breather it's okay Oh, that's good. I I need to hear that. That's, like, probably one of my biggest struggles is just, like, I'm terrified of people. But at the end of the day, like, it, it it's not about you. And it's not even about me. Yeah. So why am I freaking out? Yeah. And, like, they just said, take a breath. Just just breathe. Yeah. Okay, that's honestly, so the past few months I've been realizing taking deep breaths is so helpful. Like, taking, really? like, ten seconds to just breathe is a life changer. Huh, I should implement that because I consistently feel like I, I was actually before this episode I was like I feel like I can't catch my breath like I can't <laughs> breathe like I like don't I, I wonder like throughout my day how often do I actually like take a like a sufficient breath because it yeah <laughs> I'm like tired like this is not working I'm not getting enough oxygen yeah. you know <laughs> here how, oh, how about this okay ready everybody this includes you whoever's listening take a deep breath ready nice See, don't you already feel like 10 times better? You know, not gonna lie, I kind of do. I'm just gonna like start breathing. You know, <laughs> That's honestly, a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, one thing I love is like practical steps. Mm. Like that's something I really thrive off of. Like I, it, I don't really like, like, um, I guess, how do I explain it? Abstract concepts and ideas and ideals are great and I love them, but they become stressful to me if I don't have ways to attain it. Yeah. Um, so, like, something for me, like, genuinely as simple as breathing becomes a practical step in order to allow myself to, like, kind of enter, you know, a quieter space and a quieter space in my mind. And, yeah. like, that's really good. I think that's um, – believe it or not, I think that's actually, like, really profound. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, thank you. Yeah. Um, so – Thank you just so much for, like, just sharing your life so openly and being on the podcast. How can people get connected to you? Like, social media, maybe even even if you're comfortable with the newsletter. Like, what – how do you want people to find you? Yes. So, I have two Instagrams, actually. One's my private one for all my close friends. But the Ooh. one that I share <laughs> with people is Paloma.Creates on Instagram. That's kind of the only mm-hmm. social media I'm active on, but if you want to follow me there, okay. totally can. <laughs> cool. That's awesome. Um, so make sure you guys go follow her. Just stay updated with her life. Um, <laughs> she's just a joy and a breath of fresh air on social media, genuinely. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is it. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for having me. Once again, I just want to thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. And as promised, here are the ways that you can get connected. You can follow me on Instagram on my personal account, which is Maylani Brewer, M A E. 
L-A-N-I-B-R-E-W-E-R, or you can follow the podcast, which is Steadfast Love Podcast. I hope to see each and every one of you over on Instagram. Thanks again and talk to you next time.